It's the Playhouse Podcast with Kat and JJ. On demand, even if you're on the can. Dude, come on. We were literally speechless this morning when we played coulda, shoulda, woulda. It was the absolute closest we've ever gotten to getting a winner. That's coming up a little bit later on in the podcast. Let's fire it up. I stopped getting responses back from Derek when I send him lake houses. So I just went and looked at one of my own yesterday. <laughs> my wife and I were the same way. She'd been looking for years. Yeah, look at this one. This is the one we... Look at this. Oh, that's yeah. So cool. Yeah, I know. That's Yes, fresh. I know. So Liam and I went... Where is it in? It's on Briggs. Okay. So Liam and I went after school. My friend, I was... I met a friend for coffee in the afternoon right before I had to go get Liam from school. So I meet her for coffee. Another friend of ours who's a realtor walks by. I said, hey, can you get me in here? I just want to see it. She's like, yeah, I haven't seen it either. So I'd, I'd like to know the property. I said, let's go. So she brought me over there. And they were actually oh, having enough. a showing that oh. day. So there were some people there. But it was such a cool property. And you know, when you go there, you're already picturing where your stuff's mm-hmm. going to go. All the new furniture you're going to have to buy. What updates you're going to have to make. And uh, she goes, this is going to go for well over asking. I'm like, oh, she's like, this is probably going to go today. And I'm like, I know you're doing the realtor thing, like putting the pressure on me and stuff, but Derek will not go for a one bedroom property. He just will not. For three people, that's tough. But we never all have to poop at the same time. Never. Wait, have you we said one it? bedroom. One bathroom. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I could I could see doing that. We only uh, I could we could live at our cabin and I don't have for sure. more than a bathroom. Absolutely. And uh, the I loft pee outside most of the time. Anyways, the loft bedroom, I would I would wake up like uh, like Sleeping Beauty does, you know, like a, <laughs> like a Disney princess. And I would look at the lake. Off, off the loft. It is the most breathtaking view. Make a move. I would love to, Make sir. Make a move. I would have done it yesterday. Why don't, why don't you put in a, a, a an offer contingent on you guys selling your house? You'll spend yours pretty quick. Oh, I know. I would have my friend sell my house and, and get this one Do for it. me. Because Derek would so not what? be happy. He'll, he'll love it. Sometimes it has a boathouse. It has a boathouse. Uh, this studio size plus maybe a half a studio newly done inside put a bar Make in a there move. i would love to do it. i could do it do it you only live once i know you this. are gonna wake up and you are gonna Ugh. be 65 and I wishing know. you would have done this do it i know as we started the show this morning the first words out of cat's mouth was oh my god I think I found my new home. <laughs> so Kat, on her own, has been looking for a palatial lake place, somewhere that she can wake up every morning and see the sunrise over the lake and drift off to bed and spend her family evenings with her loving husband and beautiful son right by the water where she feels most at home, where I she feels closest to God. I would love to do that God. on our three-tiered entertainment deck that this latest house has to offer three tiers so you could cook on this level head down to this level to eat head down to this level to hop on the so boat. the place is open it yeah. looks amazing saw the pictures i have zero reservations in you going to get this place mm-hmm. you think it would make you genuinely the happiest you possible you um w- you wouldn't have to live uh, move too far I'm only as happy as everyone in my family. Oh, look at this crap. It's true. It's what Chris Jenner said. You're only as happy as your... Oh, it's what Chris Jenner said. As your unhappiest <laughs> child. I don't want to live with somebody that doesn't want to live where we're living. Well, like, let's everyone talk to, has to be happy. Let's talk to your unhappiest child right now. Her husband, Derek, joins <laughs> us from their palatial uh, Clear Lake 
home and wondering why you won't let your wife be happy. I didn't say any of that. I didn't say any of this. Uh, Yeah, right. What the heck? I said it was a good one. It's the best one you've sent uh, in a while, all right? But it's too small. If, If you build me... Uh, a giant uh, bedroom, an extra bedroom, uh-huh. and another bathroom on on that thing will move. And listen, the idea of expanding and getting another restroom is possible in the future. We'd have to live with it the way it is right now just for a little bit and get by. So if I understand this correctly, Derek, the biggest hang-up you have here is that you only have one bathroom in this beautiful, beautiful lake cottage. It is very beautiful. It's nice. It's that A-frame thing she likes in the log cabin or whatever, but it says one partial bath. One partial bath. What what are we going to do with one partial bath and two bedrooms? You we know, need more. I think that it's okay because I'm not a bather. You and Liam bathe. I don't like taking baths. I like to shower and just get it done. So once again, six months like I out said, of the year, I want you to you, be happy. You can bathe in the lake. You can walk right out there <laughs> with a bar of soap and bathe in the lake. No, no. See, this is, it's a no. So hold on. Nope. For, first off, the, the biggest question is financially, can you pull it off? Sell your home, buy this home. Can you afford it? Financially? I don't, Ask the banker. Yeah, I don't Financially, know. Financially, we could. Then and that's why the not? the only reason why I went out there. Why would you stop your family from being their happiest? Financially, we could if I got it for the ticket price that they're asking. Sure. Well, it's but a couple they're bucks not going. So what? You they get- are going to get well over that. All the realtors that were there, including my friends, said this is going to go for way over what they're you asking. Tighten and I'm your not belt a little that. bit. You tighten your belt. You get a couple extra side gigs. You drive some Uber on I the weekends. I don't want to be house poor, though. You know, and that's I want to if we're going to move in somewhere, I want to be able to get a boat to park at the dock. Not just wave at people while they're on their boats or make friends with you people that have boats. You can make a ton boats. of deals on boats. You could get an endorsement. Tell them Kat sent you. Yeah. <laughs> I want a house endorsement. <laughs> well, so, so could you? Yeah, sure. Sure. Why not? Let's find a realtor and they can pay for my house and I will forever not say. Pay for your house. Listen, how many, <laughs> how many times would you have to do an endorsement ad? I don't even care. To pay for a home. I would do it. I would come into the studio and do it five times a day if, I, if they could give me a free house. So but. there's just, a, this is an absolute no. You would, you would not move, Derek. Uh, again, the one that she just sent, the one she's talking about is very nice, but there's just a few things that, listen, I'm not a handyman and we need what fits our family perfect. Your okay? three person family, you need more than this? Yes, because she always wants to entertain and have friends. But we wouldn't anymore. She doesn't read books at. Okay, and- wow, that was <laughs> oh, that was go. loud, wow. out loud on the radio. <laughs> My friends, listen. Anyway, Why I'm couldn't- just saying now we wouldn't have to entertain, and now you're a happier person because we're not entertaining at our house. Are you? You promise me you won't have anyone over ever in the winter? Absolutely not. In the summer, <laughs> it's a three tiered entertainment deck. How could you not? Hold it's on. almost wanna, an obligation. On. I want to bring our audience into this. Hold on a second. Hey, good morning, KCLD. Cat should buy my house that's for sale on Rush oh, Lake. Here we oh go. Oh, my here God, we go. really? Here we go. The floodgates are open now. now. Why don't you send me the link? Yep, send her the link. It's just uh, cat at latenbroadcasting.com. And uh, shoot her the link or hit her up on Snapchat. It's Poobag Diva. All and, one word. Yep, and uh, and she'll buy your house, too. <laughs> Do you have more than one bathroom? Yeah. Yeah. 
That's... We only have one bathroom, but it's a full bath, and we have three bedrooms, and we have okay. a beautiful lake shark done. Okay. There it is. Now there you is. got your home yes. studio, Derek. We can move our home studio there. Okay. What's your first name so that cat can look for your uh, for your response here? It's Lynn. Lynn. Okay. Lynn, and how much is it? How much is it? Three sixty nine. Not there bad, Lynn, not bad. I won't give you all that. Anywhere but. else selling property should call right now at 251-1047. Uh, but Derek, you're just saying no to anything without two bathrooms. Yeah. What old person thing do you do? I posted this on Facebook. It's getting so many comments. And I appreciate anyone, because it took me a long time to understand that I'm getting very, very old, very, very fast. I tried to live a young man's life for a long, long time. I was even telling my wife yesterday that I quit trying to be the strongest guy at the gym now because it's just becoming counterproductive to my health. Mm -hmm. So, but I don't want anyone to know that I'm not the strongest guy. So like on the machines, when I leave the machine, I pull the pin so they can't see how little weight I've been moving. Come on. I haven't got past that yet. But I thought, all right, well, what, what old person thing do you do? If you had to give me just one example of an old person thing you do in your life, what would it be? Sure, I'll give you five. So mm-hmm. I love labeling things. I love <laughs> to have labels on things. And I don't know why. Of course I know why. Because I love to just look and see where everything is at. And then nobody will have a question as to where things go if I'm not around. You know, just look for the label. It's right there. I love a clean baseboard in my kitchen and dining room. So Liam is always on baseboard duty because he has strong knees. Um, I love watching Valerie's kitchen, except for I don't like her new kitchen. I think it's too new age for me. I liked how like hip it was before. I enjoy an oatmeal cookie, but no raisins. I do not like raisins. It's a good one. And then I like washing or wiping down my washer and dryer. Like I like to have clean washers and dryers. I don't know why. So, am I winning? Yeah, uh, okay. you're doing well. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to read some of my favorite comments. Okay. Again, when we asked, what old person thing do you do? Wondering if it's too risky to have a cup of coffee after 4 p.m. I find that happening to me at 3 p.m. You do? I will never be affected by caffeine. It's so weird. I could have a coffee, and I do have coffees at like 8 p.m. The only time I'll do it, especially in the spring is if we have a baseball game that afternoon and I have to go coach and before I leave to get on the bus, I'll have a cup of coffee on my way there just for the extra caffeine. But if I have a cup of coffee after 3 p.m., I'm up all night. You're worried about those jitters. I'm up all night. Other popular answers. Asking for a real menu instead of using the QR code at the (laughs) table. Oh, my God, that's me and Derek. Derek's like, I'm not messing with this. Get me a real one. I know you have some in back. When we asked what old person thing do you do, Steven said, I grunt when I get up. Yeah, are you at that point yet? No, no. We have uh, these really, really plush leather reclining couch and love seat kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And every time. Derek starts with the hands back here. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get some momentum. And he just launches himself up. First they have, have you ever watched Who the Bleep Did I Marry on TV? Never. Okay, so it's been on for a while. It's been on since like 2010. And then somebody decided to start doing like a spinoff on TikTok. And now it has this series that has been watched 200 million times. It's called Who the F Did I Marry? Who the F did I marry? I'm going to create this playlist series and I'm going to tell the story of how I met, dated, married and divorced a real pathological liar. 
This is my introduction slash disclaimer video. First and foremost, I'm gonna be truthful, even if it makes me look bad. I'm gonna be honest, but I'm also not gonna be disrespectful to anyone that was involved. None of this is funny, but in order to get through it, I have to laugh. If I cry, I cry. I'm human, I'm a woman. This was traumatic. So every day people are adding to it. Do you Isn't think that they're being real? Like, you think people are just making this up to get on TikTok? Um, that could be the case, but I think more often than not, people feel uh, like it's a little therapeutic to share their story because other people might hop on board and say, oh, my gosh, this happened to me. People don't want to know that they're alone in certain scenarios. And luckily, I don't have a story to add to this. I have a very transparent marriage, but some people, like I just saw Dr. Phil the other day where this guy would con these women. He would take them to mansions and he would let them tour the mansion and he'd be like, yeah, this is, I'm going to buy this for you, baby. And and they'd start picking out furniture in their mind. And then it would never transpire to anything because he didn't have any money. Does but, this go the other way? <clears throat> women? Do women do this to guys? Um, I think more. Have you, you've watched the more series men on it, TikTok? Have, have you seen any women that, the guys that were like, I didn't There's realize. some guys on there. Yeah. yeah. But uh, there was this one guy whose wife, they weren't even really married, yet she took all of his assets and all of his like all of his retirement and 401k left him destitute. And even though they weren't legally married, the judge still allowed her to keep some money. I don't know what the loophole was that she found, but uh, some people are dealing with this. I know she didn't want to use her real name, so we're going to call her Libby. Yep. And uh, again, if you call the show and you want your name protected, that's fine. We can always put you on voice change if you want as well. But as soon as we mention this... Uh, we knew that she wanted to kind of tell her story. So can you break this down for us? Because you're kind of along the same lines. Who the F did I marry, right? Well, I got married uh, to my husband and realized later on that he was married to two other women. Oh, so is this <laughs> even like legal to begin with? How does this happen? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I still am trying to figure out the details because I don't understand. I know that, you know, he came from Utah and, you know, Aww. sometimes some stuff is just, it, it, you know, it's not necessarily legal, but it is. I, it's I don't a little know. Blurry I'm still trying there. to understand it. Yes. Yeah. So I found out he was married to two other women. He had told me that he was in law enforcement, okay, that okay. he was on the detective side. Um, and he would he would literally be home and then go to work and be gone all day long. And I'm like, all right, cool. He's just on a case. You know, this, this, this is their schedule. Um, but then he wasn't. He wasn't at work. What do you <laughs> he mean he wasn't at work? Day. He didn't have a he job. He just made up the whole thing. He made up the whole thing, just like he didn't tell me that he was married to two other women. This is, thing is crazy. Like, yeah, and and to top it all off, we have a kid together. Um, yeah, I got pregnant, so that's, you know, what prompted us getting married, and we were together for about seven months, and I, like, I went to his job one day to the police station, and... They said they'd never heard of him. They didn't have anybody that worked there. And he's just, this guy is just like a ghost. So then I start digging and there are two other women that pop up. And Jeez. I have, I literally had no idea who I was married to. Is- I don't even know if his, the name that he gave me was real. So I, I'm just like, I've, yeah. Imagine, and I'm going to put you on hold for half a second. Imagine how quickly your world unravels. Yeah. When you make this realization. And 
what do you do when you get married? You combine uh, finances. You have like phone plans together. You have you have all of this stuff together. How messy. How great of a shyster yeah. are you to be able to pull this over on multiple people? To have three wives and no job. You just leave one house pretending like you're going to work and going to the next house or I don't even know where you know what it reminds me of. It reminds me of a a gambler who's in so debt that they believe if they just win the next hand, that they'll get out of it. And you probably dig yourself such a hole that it becomes your lifestyle. Yes, absolutely. (sighs) But to not have any idea. Anyone else been through something like this where you literally woke up and said, who the F did I marry? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) we, we, We talked about Miss Rachel. Kat said she's not hot. But then somebody texted us this. Daisy said, oh, my God, I wasn't supposed to say her name. <laughs> not Daisy. <laughs> not a woman Daisy. not named Daisy texted us and said. She said, play, I'm so happy by Miss Rachel. Rumor has it that she has her nipples pierced. You did not hear that from me. Not from Daisy. Can you? I'm so happy. Jump, clap. I'm so happy. Got a good voice. Um, Jump, clap, spin. Stomp, stomp. Hey, I'm so happy. I think you're right. So it's coming out the side of her overalls. Bring me down Wait, today. let me see. Get old. Oh, you are a married man. You're a married woman. I can hang the mommies on the bus go. Oh, okay. Is that about to get dirty? Um, I don't know. That's a weird placement of a nipple, to be honest with you. Maybe it's like a microphone. All through the town. But Daisy, kudos for having such a keen eye. Yeah, Daisy, what are you watching? Uh... <laughs> The weirdest stuff come from our listeners. I'm a little bit more excited to explore the Miss Rachel. Everyone's kid loves Miss Rachel. Wormhole. Okay. A little bit later on in the day. Let's go. Hit me, hit me with a free, free. Money, money. Time to try and get some free cash out the door. Val is caller number 10 this morning. Can we please give it up for Val, everybody? Hey, Val. What are you up to today? Just about to head into work. Uh, okay. When we said your color number 10, you had, was it a shocked thing or were you just like, oh my God, I don't know what to do if I actually got through because I'm color number 10? Yeah, I mean, I played once before actually. Oh, and how'd um, you do? Obviously she didn't win. Not bad. Not bad. I, <laughs> it was it was okay. It was mediocre. Who did you play with? Did you play with Kat or myself? You, JJ. Okay, and uh, <laughs> oh, the disappointment yeah, that sounded you. like you won't be playing with me again. Is it safe to say? I'm gonna go, cat. Okay. All right, so Good let's idea. get cat out of the studio and try and get you three thousand dollars. So Val, you've obviously played before. You know the rules. For anyone that's new to the game, now that cat is outside of listening range, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna provide you five words. All you have to do is give me the first word that comes to your mind when you hear these, and if cat can match up. Your five words. Not only am I going to give you $3,000, but we're going to give Kat $3,000 towards her new lake home. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's all in your hands. I don't want to give you extra pressure, but it's all in your hands. You ready to go? I'm ready. (sighs) Val, for $3,000, it's time to play coulda, shoulda, woulda. Your first word. And again, all I want is the first word that pops into your mind when you hear phone. Phone? Yeah. Call. Good. Me too. Val, first word that pops in your mind when you hear the word top. Bottom. 
Val, what's the first word that comes to your mind when you hear the word clap? Applause. Okay. I know that wasn't the first word that came to your mind, but I'm going to go with applause anyway. The first word that came to your mind when you hear four. Was that four yeah. or door? Four, F-O-U-R. Number. And last one, Val. What's the first word that comes to your mind when you hear the word igloo? Ice. Okay, good. I think these are all very logical. Let's do this. For $3,000, I'm going to cover up your answers here real quick as Cat comes back into the studio. Cat, I believe that Val has set you up for a $3,000 down payment wow. on your new lake home. Val, I will faux show have you over for wine to my new lake house <laughs> if we get this. All right, let's do it. Okay. Val, I need silence from you as we start rattling off your words, Cat. Okay. What is the first word that comes to your mind when you hear the word? And I'm going to go with what I think are going to be your easiest matches here. Okay. What's the first word that comes to your mind when you hear the word? Top. Top. She might know that I play opposite, so maybe bottom. Okay. Let's go. All right. Let's go, I Val. almost said hat, Val. I top almost hat. said top hat. Because she All was right. born in the 1940s. All right. Number two. Cat, what's the first word? Again, for $3,000. What's the first word that comes to your mind when you hear the word phone? Phone? Phone. Call or ring? Phone. Call? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Got it. Let's go, Val. I'm going to hop online and start buying my furniture for my new house. Number three. Kat, what's the first word that comes to your mind when you hear the word clap? Oh, my God. I just did that. I know. Clap. Applause. Yes. Shut your face. Shut it. Okay. Oh, my God. (laughs) For $3,000. For both of us. You need to match up just two more. Val, what are you feeling right now? I, yeah. Come on, Kat. Enough said. Enough said. Kat, what is the first word that comes to your mind when you hear... Four. F-O-U-R. Four. Golf. Isn't that what you yell? Yeah, but that's F-O-R-E. Oh, what did you say? F-O-U-R? Can we do it again? No. If we did, what would you say? Number. (laughs) I literally misunderstood him because I was not even like, I don't even know where my mind was at. That's funny because I was going to say golf too at first. And I was like, ah. When he spelled it, in my mind, I heard F-O-R-E. I don't even know The greatest tragedy in radio history will be if you get the next one 
and you just simply had a mind fart, and it screwed Val out of $3,000. The last one, Kat, what's the first word that pops into your mind when you hear igloo? Ice. Oh, my God! I am so serious. There are uh, all the words, all the answers. Yesterday, you gave her watch when I said clock or vice versa. You made an exception. Rules of the rules. Val. Oh, my God. I could cry now. I don't even know what to tell you on this. Oh, my goodness. I could literally, my heart is going a mile a minute. I might have to go home sick. So. Are you just walking? I will go home Did sick. I hear a car door a second ago? Or are you just walking into work right now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to let you go on with your day before you say something we all regret. I'm sorry, Val. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Have a great morning. I'm sorry, Val. I'm so sorry. At 8.40 Thursday morning, we've got $4,000 to give you. All you got to do is be listening to the live show at 8.40 Thursday. Right now, let's wrap up the podcast, guys. I had a coffee with a friend yesterday. I have a question. She had jury duty. Yeah. I'm not going to give any details, but it was quite a case. Um, can I do jury duty being a part of the media? Yeah, you can. Here's where it's going to get difficult. And I've been called to jury duty uh, a few times while I've uh, been in the industry of radio. Uh, first time I couldn't be on the jury because I played poker with the arresting officer. Okay. So I got it. bounced immediately. The second time the judge uh, knew, uh, listened to the show. Yeah. And he said, uh, you have to go because uh, of your, he said, I, I'm not sure after listening to your show, if you can be impartial. Okay. And I said, okay. So he obviously showed you. I, I said, I said, I can. And he said, I don't know if it's a good look. And I mean, there was a, I don't know, 50 people they were choosing for this jury, right? And then the third time I got on the jury, but the day I went in, we were sitting, I think it was supposed to be a 9 o'clock start, and at about 8.45, somebody came in and said uh, they figured it out outside of jury. They uh, Mm -hmm. came to a a conclusion before that. So I think you can. I just It's really important that you're honest in the questioning. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, obviously somebody's fate is in your hands. And it's that's such a weird thing to put the future of somebody in the public's hands it's like that. Concept, I th- it's, yeah. it is, it's different. Now, I, I believe in it because I think if you take 12 or 11 impartial people and show them all the evidence that they can probably come to some kind of a conclusion. But uh, I've never been able to, to sit on one. All those people... If they all said the same thing, that's very rare to have 12 people all, unless it's like amazing evidence, video, uh, eyewitness testimony. The the other thing I would do as the uh, defense attorney, I would never want somebody who's in the public eye like like we have this show to be on on the jury. Yeah, I I would think there's a whole lot of things that that would be red flags as far as are they going to talk about it afterwards? You know, do they have an impartial look as far as what they're what is their show like? Right. Do they yeah. do they go blue? Do they always just talk about the news and then crap on it? Or do they have a bunch of people on their show like we do? We bring a, a ton of people on the radio and say uh, this and this. And we have opinions about everything because that's what that's what makes people listen. If we just came on and just gave you 
That's what news. I'm thinking. I'd just get shot down right away. I mean, I'd get the letter or the email or the text or whatever. <laughs> However, they alert you of your duty. But You'll get all the way into the questioning part yeah. where they start asking you about your life and your beliefs. And, and, you know, have you heard about this? And have you heard about cases like this? And it's really difficult. I mean, we get fed. I know most people are inundated with so much information in their lives right now. But we, we get fed an exceptional amount. Yeah. And, and we're exposed to an enormous amount of data throughout the day and to plan this show. I, I don't think, again, if I was a defense attorney, I would ever want somebody in the radio business on a jury. But do you have to sign something that says you can't talk about anything During, after? D- after? I don't know. I don't think so. I think, um, Cause it's, boy, I don't cause know. it's public knowledge after, yeah, right? Everything well, is put out there for the public to know. It's a really good question. So I don't know. I just, I heard what happened with her and I'm like, oh my God, that so sounds amazing. She didn't have to sign anything, right? She was giving you details, yeah. right? So obviously she. <laughs> I just coffee talk. Yeah, but you know? still, I mean, so you're more concerned with, would you come on the radio and talk about it? Or would they be concerned about I that? Wouldn't, I would never, because I wouldn't want to put myself in that situation. Let's say they have loved ones that they don't want, you know, and then they'll come after me and my family. I wouldn't want to do that. But I just thought, wow, she had some cool action there the for a week. most experience I have with it is uh, back in the day, a friend of mine was on a jury where it was, it had to do, they put a guy that was a, a serial killer, a strangler oh my God. Uh, to, I think he spent life in prison. I don't think it was the death sentence, but I think it was life in prison. And he wanted to always talk about it. And afterwards he felt like they made the wrong choice. Yeah. Like he had uh, it was in Scranton, and the, the, the case was a Scranton Strangler. My friend Toby was on the jury, and he's like, I feel so bad about putting this guy in prison the rest of his He actually went to the prison afterwards to talk to the guy. You can do that? Yeah. Wow. And, and he, he never really leaked a whole lot of details, but after they convicted him, he was kind of like, I don't know if we made the right choice. Is this the office? Yeah, yeah, all right. I took you so long. I guarantee everybody I listening. Toby, right I'm now, like, you don't have a friend named like, Toby. Oh my God, it was a Scranton Strangler. What the hell? You can't take one conversation seriously. I follow on Instagram a woman who uh, I watch her on Peloton. Like she's one of the trainers mm-hmm. and her name is Emma. And I saw her this morning. She has a puzzle problem. She has a, and I'm like, well, there's worse things to have, but she can't stop doing puzzles. Now she's, uh, she's a really fun trainer, and what I like about her, she's always upbeat, mm-hmm. and and she's got a, her music selection is a, a lot like mine, so we jive that way. But I saw her on Instagram saying she can't stop doing puzzles. That's what she does in her free time. That's what's eating up all her free time right now. But it's not even just puzzles; it's cat puzzles. Oh, because she's got this cat. The worst, right? She's like a, a cat lady, and uh, and she has a puzzle problem. I actually, they're doing one in town. A puzzle competition. Yeah, you're going to get 20 it. bucks per head, $80 per team. And you get the drinks, you get food. Do you have a team? I might go in loan. I might go uh, well, in they, and meet people. They'll pair you up when you get there? Yeah, the chamber is doing it. I'm like, I might I might do this. So what's your problem? If, you, if somebody asked you and you had to post a, a quick reel on Instagram, with what the problem is in your life. And it's not necessarily a problem. You're not like, I have a money problem. I have a lymph node problem. It's just, it's a problem and it's kind of tongue in cheek. What would yours be? Probably giving unsolicited advice. Uh, I did that yesterday for a while too. You do it every day. I, well, no. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. I probably do. So maybe I got it from you. Thanks. It's not contagious. It, it, I caught it. 
so I try to I try to just not do it, especially with Liam. I just want to be there to listen. I I want to intervene if I know something bad is going to happen. But like I love when he shares his day with me, and I just don't want to give unsolicited advice. I just want to listen like a friend and have those good conversations. But I'm always like, you know, actually, you should. And then I'm like, I stop myself and I'm like, no, don't say that anymore. Like my advice is gold. It's not. In my mind, I feel like all I want to do is help people and especially my friends and people that I love. But if you're near your phone right now, will you just text us real quick? What's your problem? And again, I'm not talking a money problem or alcohol. My kids quit talking to me. Right. Or I got a a cocaine problem or something like that. But like, what's your problem? So uh, Emma, who I consider my friend on Instagram, she's Peloton trainer. Uh, She has a a puzzle problem. Kat has a unsolicited advice problem. Maybe that's your problem. You think people are your friends. You've never met them. Clearly you're my problem. What is your problem? (laughs) Jeez, did you just flex on me? That was dangerous. (laughs) 